When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. If you are new, then welcome. I am your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves. If you're returning, then thank you so much for tuning in, and you're in for a treat. Today, we have a special guest. Her name is Lucy Smith, and she is here to share with us her take on life coaching through the use of Greek goddesses. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoy this very interesting and compelling conversation. Hello, I'm here with Lucy, who is the founder of Persephone's Jewels, and she has a very unique take on life coaching, utilizing goddess energy. So welcome, Lucy. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to hear everything you have to share and how we can just open our minds a little bit more to your take on life coaching. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. So what is your story and how did you get to where you are today? Uh, well, <clears throat> I have always been into the arts and I've always been into um, basically every art there is. Um, mm -hmm. And so when I um, chose to major in musical theater in college, um, I realized I, I really loved casting. And mm. I kind of liked the uh, analysis of the different archetypes in different productions. Um, so when I found the book Goddesses in Every Woman by Jean Shinoda Bolin, MD, I completely fell in love with the concept of um, archetypal psychology. Mm -hmm. um, and so... Uh, later, years later, I am kind of uh, using what I know to help other women and feminine presenting people to gain a better sense of themselves using that mm -hmm. goddess energy that I read about. Nice. I love that. And I think that is really necessary right now. And I don't know if you notice, I'm sure you do, but now the feminine energy is starting to come on the rise. <laughs> and um, But I think now that it's becoming more important and more in the forefront, a lot of women are like, but how do I do that? <laughs> yeah. um, we're so used to just the masculine energy and the masculine way of doing things that now it's like, all right, we need the head honchos here to show us how it's done in the feminine way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So why are the Greek goddesses so important to your life coaching style? Well, the seven that I use in particular are probably mm -hmm. um, the most widely known ones. Mm. Um, and so they have... Uh, basically it's like a wheel and they all represent one kind of spoke of a woman's life. Mm -hmm. So you have Athena who is like the career side, um, Artemis, the freedom and boundaries, independence, love of wilderness, um, Demeter for the family, Hera for the partnerships, Aphrodite for self-esteem and love life, um, Persephone for really finding like self-mastery, um, 
accepting your flaws and who you are mm -hmm. and just using that to make yourself stronger. And then Hestia for self-enlightenment. Mm. Very nice. I love that. And I know that you have some of your like, favorite Greek goddesses. Like, do you have anybody that like, you're like, oh, this is my go-to right here for you specifically? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say Aphrodite is normally the one that I turn towards for examples mm -hmm. and whatnot most because uh, she's fun. She's uh, the the song that I like to to use to kind of describe her is "Me" by Taylor Swift and uh, the Panic at the Disco guy. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that song, but it's basically like. Um, I I'm, I know I'm a handful, but you know you love me, and you're never gonna find anyone like me. Just like I'm never gonna find anyone like you. So let's rejoice and make this a fun thing because life is meant to be enjoyed. Absolutely, very good. Mm -hmm. And um, like with your clients, have you noticed? I know this is kind of like new, but have you noticed? any that kind of stand out more so or is it just kind of based on each client or have you noticed like a more popular Greek goddess with working with your clients that you utilize? Yeah, um, I actually, I've not had clients yet formally, um, but from the interest that has been expressed so far, I just started uh, earlier last month mm, or okay. yeah, earlier in October. Um, there's been a lot of interest in Athena, um, in Persephone, um, and Aphrodite. Um, so those I think are the ones that are kind of the most um, kind of gauging people's knowledge um, on those goddesses. I think uh, Aphrodite is probably the most popular because there's most likely the most um, pop culture references to her being the goddess of love. Um, but that's pretty much, um, yeah, it depends on the situation too, um, because there's people that are going to come wanting guidance on their family life, mm -hmm. or maybe they're having trouble with their marriage. Mm -hmm. um, and I do want to reiterate that I am not uh, licensed or practicing in any way. And uh, I do not give uh, legal or medical advice. Mm -hmm. um, but the type of advice and counseling that I do give is geared more towards the spiritual and um, meditation, that sort of thing, uh, like self-reflection. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's still very much needed because, um, and I get that too, because I'm like, listen, I am not responsible <laughs> for yeah. all of your problems. Like, please don't sue me. But yeah. um, there is a lot of power in self-management if we can just learn how to do that. So having yeah. that guide and having that coach, like what you're providing is very useful, very critical, very important to other people's self-development. So even if we're not licensed, we still are like super, super helpful. So that's good that you, you know, set those boundaries and give that disclaimer for sure. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, I think the work that we do is invaluable. Oh, yeah. It's still a lot. <laughs> it's like yeah. there's so many um facets of the self and self-love that, you know, not everyone has like any kind of mental disability or personality disorder. Sometimes we're just having difficulty with stress and we need someone that's there by our side to help us with that. We don't have to like declare ourselves as there's something wrong to, exactly. to you know, like be considered yeah. important to have our well-being cared for. So absolutely. 
Yeah, definitely. I think that feeds into the stigma on mental illness, especially because people are like, oh, you know, I think the old train of thought was if you have, uh, if you're seeking a therapist or if you're in therapy of any kind, like you must be at the end of your rope. You no psycho. Like no, no, right. no. It's so important. I mean, yeah. Oh, gosh. Like, I I don't think there should be any shame in asking for help. Um, and that's something that I've struggled with for a long time. It's just mm-hmm. um, not feeling so um, guilty or judgmental towards myself about um, not wanting to reach out because that is an issue in and of itself. Like when you feel the need to rely on yourself all the time and you Mm -hmm. feel, you know, uh, uncomfortable or kind of, you know, squidgy about reaching out or letting other people into your life. That's, that's an issue in and of itself. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like we're not meant to go through life totally alone. Um, Right. But at the same time, like it's our responsibility to ask for that help because nobody knows like if we need help, you know, we, got really good at wearing so many masks that it's like everyone's just think you're getting by but inside you're like oh I'm freaking out <laughs> absolutely you know mm-hmm. I've noticed it a lot in LA where I live there's these these people that on the outside they seem super successful mm-hmm. they're, they're rich they have all the latest things like you know airbuds and designer stuff they're Mm -hmm. friends with celebrities and they're constantly you know flaunting their swag online Mm -hmm. and they're just miserable yeah like they're emotionally they're miserable Mm -hmm. because they're relying on all those outward successes to dictate their happiness oh yeah absolutely it's all about getting more in tune with yourself and being able to say hey I I love myself enough to know that I can't handle everything yeah Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm. um so how long have you been really like I know that you mentioned that you kind of stumbled upon this really awesome book which I Mm -hmm. will definitely check out um but Mm -hmm. how long have you been learning about this with utilizing like inner goddess energy I believe I want to say I was in either I think I was in high school, probably like early to mid high school. Um, and I discovered that book because I was really <laughs> it's funny because um, what brought me into all of this uh, Greek mythology stuff was um, I think before slightly before and just as the movie uh disney's hercules was coming out in like 1997 um Mm -hmm. there was this book called dollar's greek mythology and it was a um to me back then at at like the third grade level it was a tome like this thing it was Mm -hmm. like oh my god there's so many pages and i look at it now like i went to the last bookstore in la and they had a couple copies and i was like Oh, that's cute. (laughs) This little starter book. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like a mini anthology, you know, with illustrations and it's Uh geared towards, towards children or younger individuals. Some of the illustrations are kind of scary, but I think that's one of the things that kind of enthralled me. And then, you know, Disney's Hercules came out and I completely fell in love with Hades. Um, Right, which is why um, everyone's so, like, wait, hold on. Does she say who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um, say what now? Isn't that the bad guy? 
yeah, yeah, you know, um, there was uh, something about, I think um, it was just James Wood's vocal portrayal of the character mm -hmm. that I was like, I am like eight right now, but I feel like I'm 27. <laughs> like I'm ready I'm ready now and um, I think my parents kind of got a little like they were like what's going on here because I had a similar a little concern yeah like Aladdin came before that and I had a similar reaction to Jafar oh my god the bad they were, yeah they were like what what are you like you're <laughs> like um, so yeah, there was kind of this, yeah, fascination and then, you know, um, going through depression and all that, just being really drawn to this character. I was like, Oh, mm -hmm. I found out about Persephone and, you know, my little high school brain went, Ooh, Hades and Persephone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, um, I made some friends and, um, there was a lot of, uh, like Disney fan fiction going on and Disney mm -hmm. role playing. And that was fun for a little bit. And then, um, you know, we all grew up <laughs> or most, most of us grew up um, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I actually, I still, um, kept in contact with one of the friends that I met through the, the Hades, uh, fandom. And she actually helped me to edit my first book that I published. Wow. Kind of the precursor to Persephone's Jewels. It's called The Dirt. Ooh. And it's an illustrated, 100% uncensored memoir of a girl with mental illness. So mm -hmm. it's basically talking about all the messy emotional stuff that I went through mm -hmm. for my entire life and how that led me to where I am today. And so I'm, I'm really not allowed, uh, not allowed, I'm not afraid to kind of go deep into you know, the troubles and what's plaguing other people. Cause I've, mm -hmm. I've been there myself mm -hmm. and I found the Persephone archetype to be immensely healing. Um, you know, Hades, Hades is there, but he's <laughs> right. Like he'll be for the masculine energy. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, you know, once you come into your own and you, you find where you're supposed to be and you find what makes you feel powerful, mm -hmm. um, you, will attract or um, grow a relationship with someone else. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a man. I think they're just, you know, bringing in the duality of, of the human yeah. and the yang. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, someone that complements that energy and someone that brings out the best in you. So mm -hmm. Persephone in the myth, um, it was said that she's actually, people were more scared of her than they were of Hades. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah women that are evil are really scary <laughs> not that she's evil yeah not that she's evil but I'm just saying like that fear of it being an evil woman versus an evil man it's like oh that's a whole nother mm -mm, I don't even want to touch that <laughs> that is that is well you can thank uh early Christianity in the 12th century for mm -hmm. that. A lot that's, of demonizing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, women, oh, women were, women are good at this thing and men are not. Oh, uh -huh. they must be, they must be witches. Mm -hmm. They made a deal with the devil so that they could be better than men at like, I don't know, cooking. <laughs> how, how dare these women be better at cooking than us? How dare these women be able to heal wounds and, you know, sing, sing infants to sleep. 
It's witchcraft. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the most magical, mystical thing about the feminine energy is that there's so much about it that can't be explained or can't be controlled. And at the end of the day, we're the ones that provide life to the rest of this world. So it's like, how do they do that? It's but I mean, I just, I just believe that the feminine energy that we're born out of the feminine energy, we're created out of receiving, you know, we don't do anything to be born. Um, so I just think it's fantastic and fascinating to really dive into that, which is like why I'm so excited to just shine some light here on that goddess energy. So that's so true. Everything you said. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. It's, uh, it's something I'm really passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, and then going back to what you said about how we don't uh, choose to be born, um, the, the train of, or the the school of thought that I subscribe to um, personally because of my studies with astrology is that when we are in our in our holiest form, in our highest form, um, we kind of choose how we're going to be reincarnated in the next life. Oh, yeah. It's kind of the lessons we're going to learn and, you know, the struggles we're going to have because it's going to make us grow and enlighten us. So we essentially sign up for everything that we endure here on Earth. Um you know, it was my my soul signed a contract before I was born here on August twenty eighth, nineteen eighty nine, at twelve oh four p.m. in Westchester, Pennsylvania. It was like, okay, you're going to have to deal with suicidal thoughts. You're going to have to deal with abusive parents um, because that's going to make you grow as a person. Mm-hmm. And I know now from you know from you uh, viewing from that perspective, it's like, yeah, my parents were supposed to treat me that way. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go through life thinking that because that was one of my greatest achievements right. is to kind of get past that and use, you know, kind of uh, surpass all the um, self-focused suffering mm-hmm. and start to contribute to how I can help other people using that knowledge and oh, using yeah. those feelings. So, I mean, I feel pretty enlightened. <laughs> I like the fact that I am using my powers for good instead of uh you know, moping in my room, you know, feeling sorry for myself yeah. over people's actions that I can't control. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I totally agree with you. Um, what everything you had to say, you know, we all have these soul contracts. So we have our soul before, you know, we come into this world and we decide, mm-hmm. you know, really, is it's not a conscious decision, obviously, but it is a it is a decision based on what our soul wants and needs. And sometimes we don't even understand why we're going through what we're going through. But that's the soul. And the soul <laughs> is so much bigger than the body. Um, yeah. But yeah, what I what I meant was that how we're created is with feminine energy. So we're not actually having to consciously say, I'm going to do something to create my arm. I'm going to do something to create my head. I'm going to, we're not doing anything. We're literally just receiving. We're receiving. That's the feminine energy. So we're receiving in order to be created. So we can't totally like, I know sometimes people view feminine energy sometimes as like the weaker energy, but that is so false because you didn't do anything to be born. You were just 
you received all the nutrients and you received everything Mm -hmm. to be created. You know what I mean? Like just take that in for consideration. You know, once we get out here, then we think we have to do everything ourselves and we have to do something to make something happen. But, you know, we didn't do anything in order to be created. Right. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, I think the best thing we can do is reflect. Yes. take a, a recess mm-hmm. um, because, you know, if you, if you spend too much time on either side, if you're um, too aggressive, too masculine, you're, you're making all these actions, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to oh, exhaust yeah. yourself. And that's coming from, from both or all, all genders. Um, you know, if you're, if you're running a marathon constantly without rest, like you're going to collapse eventually. Oh, and yeah. same vice versa for when you're, you know, if you're just, a couch potato the whole time or you're just you know in in recess mm-hmm. nothing happens per se like it, um for every action there is an equal or opposite reaction mm-hmm. so you know it is obviously good to rest and receive um but you have to kind of create a balance oh yeah just, um, yeah yeah it has to have that dual energy that's the whole point of mm-hmm. the masculine and the feminine energy um Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, So going back to the whole Greek goddesses, how can someone activate their inner goddess? That is one of those questions where the answer is it depends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because everyone is so different. Um, The way I might activate my inner goddesses is it may be different than the way you would activate yours. Mm -hmm. So um, the important thing is to kind of focus really on what you want and what you're you're willing to get out of this and um, how hard you're willing to work to kind of realize your, your dreams and, and fix your problems. Um, because we have all the tools we need. Um, that being said, um, a lot of the work I've done in the past with the goddesses has come through meditation, um, also through channeling. Um, through, you know, art or spoken word. Um, Actually for, um, I think it was Letha, it was a pagan festival um, earlier this year. Um, My friends and I went to a little tiny secluded place in a public park and we did a little kind of like informal ritual um, where we ate fruit and we... um, we drew cards and we just kind of sat there and talked and had some wine. Um, they had most of the wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, I, um, I channeled Aphrodite for them and just made a kind of a speech. Um, or I kind of just uh, became a channel. I let her speak through me and mm-hmm. they were saying that they got chills with some of the things that I said and the wind started blowing really hard at one point and then as I was speaking and after I was done all these little forest animals started coming out of the woodwork no like, way. there was a deer like a, a deer it was like looking at us and then you know of course it it stared for a little bit and then it went away because that's what deers do but yeah. there was a little family of rabbits like a family of rabbits that came out and they were like across the green and just kind of like hopping around and we were like, what are the chances that these little rabbits, like so many of them would come out at the same time 
and you know not be skittish or scared or anything like that mm-hmm. so i i just take that as an affirmation that the the goddess loving energy was legit and pouring from me at that moment oh wow that's so fascinating yeah that is too cool so yeah oh yeah and when you're in alignment with yourself that's when all of that happens yeah mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so what is something you could recommend for someone that's having a hard time with self-love or self-confidence um let me know <laughs> that would be um my first reaction but um yeah, I would you have to focus on what exactly is making you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Because for different people, the reasons are going to be different. You know, maybe you were bullied mm-hmm. or maybe you were made to feel like you were different and that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you were wrong for being different somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, you know, it happens um, just because kids are stupid and, mm-hmm. you know, kids, kids do stupid shit and then you know, at those crucial ages of development, it kind of sticks with you and it follows you throughout your life. And then you kind of internalize this, this, this made up story that you're wrong for being different. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of us, you know, embrace that and we kind of like, just use it as a middle finger to anyone who, um, you know, tries to get on our bad side or mm-hmm. insult mm-hmm. us or whatever. That's why you see a lot of the people with the, like the, uh, gothy uh kind of vibe and you know uh dyed hair and piercings and tattoos running around it's 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 a a state of rebellion it's like Mm -hmm. hey i'm gonna do what makes me happy and i'm going to express myself um through my appearance because that's what empowers me Mm -hmm. um so it might be you know something like that versus um how you were treated at home by your parents. Um, there could be some stuff going on there about, um, you know, maybe you were a sibling and the siblings seemed to get more attention than you got mm-hmm. or that you were comfortable with. And so you, you grew up with a kind of an inferiority complex. Um, it could be a lot of different reasons, but um, essentially, um, you you go back to the first time you ever experienced those feelings and through um meditation you're you know most of the time guided meditation you're able to reach that point and so you can say okay this is where it all started mm-hmm. and you know asking going on the why train like why am i acting like this okay because these people were mean to me when i was in first grade okay why because i was different and they were put off by that. Why? Because I was approaching things from a different point of view and I was using my talents to express myself and that made them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then at, at some point you kind of turn it on its head and you're like, okay, well, like, obviously that's a personal example. <laughs> but, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm creative and I can kind of make people see things that other people can't. Mm-hmm. Um, through what I create. And so I started really leaning into that and embracing that. 
And I think, you know, by taking the root of whatever the problem is, um, mm-hmm. where you feel the most like your your identity is wounded or your your independence is wounded, your mm-hmm. self-esteem, um, and you flip that on its head and you make it into a strength, um, which is something I go into with the kind of the Persephone unit in mm-hmm. my program. Um, that's when you you gain your true power. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first step I would say, if you're struggling with uh, self-esteem or um, low self-worth is to figure out exactly why. Mm-hmm. There may be a lot of reasons. I mean, it probably won't take you five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it depends on the person. But yeah, you, you figure out why. You get to the root of the problem and that's where you can make the change. Oh, that's awesome advice. I really, really love that. I love anything that requires for someone to go a little deeper because that's when you can make the change. If you stay on the surface, you're going to keep going in that hamster wheel. So go as deep as you possibly can, and then you can pinpoint what's happening. You can make that transition. So that's definitely really, really great advice. I love that. 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so good. And how have the Greek goddesses helped you specifically? Through their own unique ways. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of ways that certain Greek goddesses kind of overlap in terms of um, kind of domain, domicile. Um, for instance, you know, you have um, Athena who is not only the goddess of strategy and war, but Mm -hmm. she is also the goddess of the arts. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have, you know, you think about people who are very good at weaving embroidery, um, like hand-eye coordination that really like um, intelligent thinking, um, strategic, you know, do it like this. So it ends up like this. And then, you know, you have to, it's just a whole bunch of, of, thinking and kind of planning that goes into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also ruling the arts um, would be Aphrodite. And Athena and Aphrodite are by by nature very different goddesses. You know, you have mm-hmm. the, the professor um, who's hardcore into research and studying, and then you have like the cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aphrodite's arts are more like expressing yourself. Um, it's It's like a kind of Jackson Pollock um, kind of throwing paint at a canvas and just mm-hmm. having fun with it mm-hmm. or, you know, painting um, sexy cartoon characters versus like really complex, intricate uh, tapestries. Mm-hmm. So both of them are arts, but there's just different methods and uh, different mindsets. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to go a little further, um, Persephone is an artistic goddess as well. And she deals more with like the, um, the sensual kind of art. So, mm. you know, music that really makes you feel something or or dance when you're just kind of letting what is resting in you come out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love the phrase dance like no one's watching for mm-hmm. her because it's like your inner world is so rich and it's where you're able to find the most jewels and gemstones that if you take the time to say, hey, this is amazing. Like, I, I have so much that I can contribute to this world. I have so many gifts mm-hmm. and you let them shine. It's like, there's an art to that in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's multidimensional. Oh yeah. 
definitely. There's so many layers to it because we are multi-layered. You know, sometimes we don't think we are, but we, there's a lot of layers to us. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, that's one of the difficulties of uh, young LA um, or young actors in general. Like they they um, get caught up in this idea of branding. You know, mm-hmm. I have to be, you know, um, the tomboy. I have to, you know, dress like this and, you know, do this and that and talk like this because that's how people are going to recognize me. And I think um, that can be kind of poisonous to your mm-hmm. self-development. Oh, yeah. Because it keeps you stuck. And if you're not growing, you're dying, you know? Yeah. So. Like Mean Girls. Like Mean Girls is yeah. a perfect example. Like mm-hmm. um, Katie finds that she's um, she becomes a plastic, you know, and then she's she's saying things like, OK, love you. Bye. And it's mm-hmm. it's not something that her like her true self would say right. at all but she's oh, yeah. wearing that mask mm-hmm. with the intention of having that power in the high school that those the mean girls have mm-hmm. and you know her friends call her on it basically they're like this is not you like oh, you're pretending yeah. and she's like yeah of course I'm pretending and they're like at this point, no, you're not. Like, you're, you're hard, you're, shiny plastic. <laughs> hard plastic. Yes. Like, I have a curfew. I can't stop driving. <laughs> yes. I love that movie. It's so good. Yeah. It's one of my favorites for sure. Oh, yeah. It was done so well because it's like there's mm. so much humor and it's engaging, but it's still sending that message of just being yourself, you know? Yeah. And it was relevant, too. Like, mm-hmm. it, I think it, a lot of it was what everyone was thinking, but no one really, like, had done it yet. No one yeah. had put it into the public eye like that. And then they got a Broadway musical years later. Yeah, absolutely. Because the mean girls are... Definitely still out there. <laughs> yeah. I think um, bringing it back to the goddesses, that's kind of the toxic version of uh, Aphrodite, Hera type mm-hmm. relationship or uh, the, the combination of those two goddesses. That's definitely a mean girl vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of pride issues there for mm-hmm. sure. And control. Oh, yeah. A lot of fear, basically. Yeah. Wow. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation. You have so (laughs) much insight. I know so many people are going to be really interested in learning more about what you have to share. How can someone get in touch with you for more advice or just to connect with you? Yeah, sure. So um, Instagram is my favorite way to connect with people and to post stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I also have Facebook and in the link, um, there's a link in my Instagram bio where you can click to sign up for the mailing list or um, I think I'm going to add a free gift in there, actually. Ooh. Um, so you get something, you know, immediately after subscribing, like not just a welcome letter. Yeah. Um, so my Instagram username is at Persephone's Jewels. Got it. Um yeah, and then for Facebook, it's Persephone Jules Coaching. Persephone Jules Coaching. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. Thank you so much for your time today, Lucy, and I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye.